0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the 10th edition of the Gated Congregation. Today, we'll go over the quarterfinals and preview the semis. We are going to talk about England USA only in this one, and we'll talk about the other semifinal matchup in between Sweden and the Netherlands. And those are the only four teams left standing, so get ready to see some of the best football you've ever seen in your life here with the FIFA Women's World Cup 2019. And before I say anything else... I want to welcome Marco Martinez once again.
1: Nice. What up, man? How yeah. you
0: doing? I'm a little bit sad, dude, because we already recorded this episode with Joe, but um, I messed up. I left the I left the file unattended in the computer, and it got erased, and now we're, we're doing this again, but we're going to go right through it. Sorry, Joe, because he's not going to be able to be a part of this. <laughs> um, I, no, happens, I, I feel, I feel so bad. Second time's a charm. Second I feel time's so a bad. charm. Yeah. But uh, on Tuesday, July 2nd, 2019, the Lionesses will face the U.S. National Women's Team. Marco, you've taken care of the USA, and I have not taken care of England, but I'm going to go and and try to do my best with England. I've been following them. I've been watching some games, and Joe has been feeding me great information throughout this podcast. Marco, Marco. get right to it. Tell me about USA and and what happened in their quarterfinal match against France, because I'm going to be talking a little bit more um, since I was in charge of France, but you tell me.
1: Yeah, I got you, man. So, all right, USA versus France. Honestly, the one of the most highly anticipated games of the entire tournament. The two heavy favorites to win the entire thing. Unfortunately, they met early on. Everyone kind of expected them to meet in the finals. But it doesn't matter because the game already happened. And to be completely honest with you, it didn't even I feel know. like a quarterfinal. It honestly felt like a final. The entire stadium was just packed with with red, white, and blue on both sides, American and French, obviously highly French, but let's get right to it. The game started off, in the first five minutes, the USA just kept attacking. They got a nice free kick towards the near side, and Megan rapino knocked it in with a beautiful free kick that didn't even – that it went untouched. It went completely untouched, and it threw off the goalie, and the U.S. were already up one to nothing, right a couple minutes after the initial whistle, so – Look, what's crazy about this game is that overall, France, they had 60% of their possession Mm -hmm. throughout the entire match, man. They had 20 shots, 5 on target, compared to the U.S. with only 10 shots and 8 on target. The score remained the same throughout the entire first half. France just kept attacking. They just couldn't find the right touch on the ball to find it in the back of the net. But in the 65th minute, USA... Lucky enough to get another goal with a rebound that just fell straight to Rapino's feet. And she just knocked it in with such ease ease and class. And Rapino's just been so confident in these past two games for the U.S. Listen to this one. In these two games, the U.S. have amounted to a total of four goals. And the, all those four goals have come from the legendary veteran herself, the pink-haired legend. Megan She's been Rapinoe. balling out, honestly. Mm-hmm. She really has. She's had She's a been coming through for the Americans. She's been having a phenomenal tournament. She's nominated for the golden boot alongside with teammate Alex Morgan. Unfortunately, Alex Morgan hasn't scored since that uh, game where she scored four goals against Thailand in their first match. I think it was but 5 was Wasn't it five? Pretty
0: sure. Five, it was five goals, on, yes. Yeah, you're right. You're right.
1: Five. Yeah. Excuse me. No problem. But yeah, both of them have been balling mm-hmm. out. And look, honestly, like with the Americans and how they're playing, I understand that only one player has scored in the past two games. We all know that they're capable to to score. Every single player is capable of scoring on that team. But we just haven't seen it yet. And I feel like a lot of fans are a little you know, nervous about this matchup so far against England.
0: No, yeah. And the matchup is gonna be um, very similar. Both teams are similar. But just to add on a couple of things, on the second goal of Megan Rapino, Tobin Heath had a like a really nice assist. Also yes. Rapino's first free kick. It was one of those free kicks that you see sort of like William from Chelsea, you know, take um, those free kicks that are really closed and they swing in and no player wants to get a touch in that because if they get a touch in that it's such a perfect free kick that it yeah, might end up of bounces, in the end yeah, too. those it bounces
1: are crucial and deadly to the goalie. Yeah,
0: so nobody touched it and it actually went in. Um we kind of previewed this in a very good manner because we said that France is a team I I brought it to the table. It's a team that holds a lot of possession and what did the US do? They grabbed that and they said, "Okay, we're clearly going to have a tough time if we try to hold possession against a highly possessive team. Let's just counter them. And that's exactly what happened. And the U.S. has the ability to defend very well with um, a strong um, center midfield line, which we're going to get into um, soon. But, yeah, I mean, the USA had a really good game against France. And it goes to show that they're ready to keep on going in this tournament. Now, um, with Norway, England, it was a completely different story. Very one-sided match. So Mm -hmm. you got that first goal from Scott in the third minute. And after that goal, you kind of just saw that it was going to be – that that England was going to dominate. And that's exactly what happened. Alan White hits the post from a volley that was beautiful later at – Um, later in the game. I'm not sure. I think it was in the 16th minute. But then at the 40th minute, Ellen White, of course, comes in and scores a goal. The golden (laughs) woman for the Lionesses. She's been scoring so much. She's one of those players that has that gift of being a World Cup goal scorer. And then Lucy Bronze, who had had one assist before, um, I I guess it was with the... Ellen White goal, and a pass to one assist, then scores a banger from a a laboratory type of, like, corner, you know, something pre-planned, something that was um, made up in the training, and it worked out perfectly. That strike went right over the keeper. No way of stopping that. And Nikita Paris missed a penalty um, towards the end. She was going to make it 4-0, but... um, she didn't. The, Norway, the Norwegian keeper kept it out. So mm-hmm. um, my takes from this game is Lucy Bronze is a menace down the right side oh, attacking. Sure. And defensively, she has a lot of help, which is good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, players like Houston that plays as a right center back. She is, first of all, the captain and also a very experienced player with a lot of knowledge about the game going forward and very, very tough to get through. So it definitely helps her out. And I mean, Ellen White is a menace. And uh, I think it's a good time for us to head right into uh, previewing this match now that yeah. we know a little bit of both teams and what they did in their last game
1: yeah yeah for sure awesome. uh, you not me to mention ellen white is yeah. also nominated for the golden boot which is ridiculous all three of the of the leading nominations are about to play today in a couple hours which is going to be phenomenal we're going to see either tons of goals or both defensive lines are going to shut it down and it might even head to penalties yeah so all right let's preview this real quick the U.S. are obviously the favorites in this game. They're ranked first in the entire world, and they've been on a crazy momentum streak. They've scored 22 goals in this entire tournament, and it's only been five games, which is ridiculous. Yeah. It's about to be six right now, so they're balling out. England has had great momentum as well, but I truly, truly do feel like the whole storyline, it's going to be Megan Rapinoe against Lucy Bronze. Yeah. It really is. Lucy Bronze is considered one of the best right backs in the entire world right now but it's not just because of her position because she could play all over the field her presence is felt throughout the entire pitch which is so rare to hear it's ridiculous but megan Rapino, i honestly feel like she's gonna have a tough time she just has to play wise this game extremely wise it's not about the physicality it's just realizing the position in which bronze is going to be on the attacking side Bronze loves playing up front with, with Nikita Paris on that right side. So if Rapino can take advantage of that counterattack and kind of catch Bronze out of position, then it's going to be a one on one situation with Rapino and the goalie. It really is. Look, now, the midfield mm-hmm. with. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, go no, ahead, no. Go, go, ahead.
0: go ahead. My bad. My bad. I almost. I definitely interrupted you. Keep going, bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, bro. I was on a stride, man. Come uh,
0: on. Sorry, bro. You know me. I need to talk sometimes. <laughs>
1: no, yeah. It's I'm like good. Urge. So. Listen, with this whole intriguing game man like so going back to the USA and France like you mentioned France just dominated with possession 60% which is it's it's almost unheard of especially against uh, a great team like the US and people can kind of expect the same with England they're going to try and dominate possession throughout the entirety of the game but when it comes down to it France scored the only goal in the 81st minute just because of Renard But when you think about it, that set piece, it was placed perfectly, yes. I understand that. But that header was made by the tallest player in the
0: entire tournament. It was almost like too easy if you go back and
1: look. Yeah, exactly. But when you you take out that disadvantage against the Americans that the British don't have, yes, they have tall players, but they don't have the tallest player in the entire tournament. There could be a possibility that this game might even end up like 2-0, of the Americans, I, I honestly do feel like since the U.S. have such amazing strikers and Alex Morgan, Tobin Heath, and Megan Rapino, and then you got Carly Lloyd as a super sub coming off the bench, like it really comes down to it is is U.S. going to take advantage early on in, in the first couple minutes like they've been doing in these past couple games? Are they going to shut it down in the center defensive mid spot with Julie Ertz? Um, you also got Samantha Mewis and Lindsey Horan. Or are they going to just completely shut it down and not allow any single precise shot for the England up uh, uh, attackers? Because you got Becky Sarbrun, you got Crystal Dunn on the defensive side, and not to mention Crystal Dunn as a left back. My lord, she's considered as top 15 strikers in the entire world. She scores goals, man, just like Lucy Bronze. Exactly the same thing. But I honestly think Crystal Dunn just has the, the edge right now. She hasn't had... Um, A better World Cup compared to Lucy Bronze, but this matchup is really going to come down to just the counterattacks and trying to find the proper position to leave uh, a one-on-one situation with any attacking side. But I really, really do feel like the Americans are going to come out on top. 2-0 is going to be my final prediction.
0: You know, um, about the Lucy Bronze versus Megan Rapino, the best thing that Megan Rapino can do is switch wings with um, alternate wings with, with Tobin, Heath. Tobin Heath throughout the game. That will throw um, Lucy Bronze away a little oh, bit. Oh, for you sure. Know? For so sure, for I sure. think that if Lucy Bronze is, Bronze is anywhere near uh, – Rapino, she'll be able to catch up to her and give her a good battle. It would be, like, 5 to 10 meters, like, you know, 5 to 10 feet. Let's just keep it with feet. Um, if yeah. she finds herself, like, defensively near her, that it's it's going to be a good battle. Now, if you give a little bit more space to Rapino, yeah, she's not very fast, but she's going to do something she's skillful, the ball with the ball, the ball man. Feet. Yeah, you just
1: She's so skillful.
0: There has to be a player on her back at all times. And that movement from wing to wing, that could help them out, um, get a little bit more free and... Um, confused players a little bit, you know, like Hewton, it's not the same thing covering Heath. Heath has way more speed and she's a player that's more dynamic going for. like that's uh-uh. not more dynamic, my bad um, she's better at going forward, beating you at that line now Rapino likes to cut in a lot and we saw that against France, how well she did. And she does it in a slow manner, but very effective. Now, yeah. now I think you're downplaying like the, uh, the English attack, man. These two teams, USA and England, have the same formation, have very similar players in each position, and... I don't know, maybe like like the death maybe, like on the bench is not as good as the u s. Mm-hmm. Um, and on that midfield, I truly believe that the American midfield is the best midfield, and sometimes a little bit, you know, um it it lurks in the shadows of those crazy attackers that the u s. has, you know? So, Julie players like Julie Ertz, like Lavelle, and um, Samantha Mewis, Samantha Mewis, Samantha Mewis um, is a tall are, course, beast. Man. Get, she played great
1: passes, and her defensive approach is phenomenal. They're,
0: they're getting credit, but maybe not as much as what they deserve. Uh, I think that's where like, England is going to fall a bit behind against the U.S. I think the U.S. will have more possession. But I think um, shots on, um, on goal are going to be actually pretty similar. Like you said, these two teams are going to fight for those gaps, for those little bits of spaces where they can go forward. And they yeah. are going to find them. They are going to find them. They're two really, really good teams coached by two good coaches. So, um, yeah, the coaches get along with the players very well and they, they let them play freely. And that's something that I've seen from, um, from the USA's coach and, and uh, Neville uh, for England. So, yeah i, I mean, honestly they, feel they like there's gonna be a lot of yellow
1: cards this game too man it's gonna be very chippy
0: yeah we'll we'll see we'll see how that goes but um now the goalkeepers like i want to end up talking about the goalkeepers i feel way more comfortable with karen Bartsley in goal than i would with elisa nayer that might play you know uh england might have three chances but score two yeah um, you know
1: yeah okay yeah I, I completely agree there i feel like elisa nayer hasn't really been tested this entire tournament uh, she has lit up, I believe, you know, two goals so far this entire tournament against Spain and, and last game against France. Um, she is kind of on the short side. She does have cat-like reflexes. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't feel as confident as I did when Hope Solo was was wearing the, the starting gloves. Yeah. However... England's goalie, I always forget her name, but I have seen her. She's she's solid, man. She really is solid. She stops phenomenal balls. She kind of reminds me of a of the Swedish goalkeeper, Hedvig Lindahl. They kind of have that same type of playing style. They're they, both they, very experienced. They, yeah, that, there we go. Very experienced goalies, man. Like they're names. they're highly yeah. prestigious in their countries. They're prominent players, and I do feel like they're going to ball out this game.
0: N- Nair is a player that has been lurking in the bench for a while now and hasn't been giving an opportunity until not too long ago and it- it's tough going from a-, a player like Hope Solo to uh, Nair um, yeah, yeah, completely so agree on no, I think, and on top I think of the that, U.S. is waiting for somebody for, for another um, woman to step up somebody new, somebody fresh that's young and and, and Alyssa Nair is sort of like a, you know we're having her for now
1: yeah, on top of that I do feel like That one game from uh, USA against Chile, that free kick that Chile had, that they did call off sides, that ball completely went underneath the list and it was totally her fault. I mean, I'm not going to call her out on it, but that shouldn't be happening, especially in this type of World Cup stage where it's just a simple mistake where you completely mistimed the ball.
0: Yeah, facts. Is there anything else um, you want to say? Oh, one more thing that I wanted to say is that remember that we have three of uh, the contenders for the Golden Boot uh, yeah. Ellen White, yeah. one of them for England, and Morgan and Rapino for the USA. So, it, it, for predictions, it'll be a little bit um, silly, I would say, for me to say that this game um, won't have goals. I think it's something, <laughs> it's going to be something around like 1 1, 2 2. There's definitely going to be more than one goal scored. I would yeah. hate this game if it ended zero zero or one zero. With the that amount suck, of quality going forward from both teams, um, but yeah, I think I think this game's going to go to penalties, and and England might win it. And of course, I'm I, again I'm going against USA, not because I want to be an antagonist. But I want to see something that will raise an eyebrow. You know, I, I feel like the USA course, is
1: held, course, to, the women's agree. team
0: is held to this uh, pedoscope where they're like the best and nobody can beat them. I, I want somebody to step up and, and do something crazy. I think yeah, that England I, I England, can agree do it. More, man, England is honestly, the right team. Like,
1: with this whole uh, sorry to interrupt, but the, no, that no. matchup against Spain, I feel like that has been the closest so far where the US has been tested throughout the entire game, where they actually felt like they could have lost the the match. Now, going forward with these golden boots, you got Alex Morgan with five goals, three assists. And Megan Rapinoe also has five goals and three assists. But I do feel like Morgan's going to come out on top today, finally score her her, her, the goal she's been missing in these past couple of games, especially because it's her 30th birthday today, man. She's yeah. going to want to celebrate that. Did you see and that post? I feel like.
0: Did you see yeah, that post? She's yeah, like, she's post, like, man. soccer comes first, and then, then I focus on that birthday. <laughs> oh, for
1: sure, man. And honestly, I do feel like she only has one birthday present in mind. It's just to win that 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 World Cup title. She wants to get that second title in a row for her U.S. team. Mm-hmm. Their first ever back-to-back title in their or in their international team history.
0: Yeah. Another trophy to the trophy cabinet for USA. Yeah. That's what they plan. Hey, before and- we
1: finish, uh-huh. before we finish, man, I do want to mention. Uh, to whoever's listening, I highly, highly suggest that you read this article written by Sue Bird, legend Sue Bird, WNBA basketball player, who's uh, Megan Rapinoe's girlfriend. They're they're great for each other. Honestly, after reading the article, I, I just, I want someone, like, I want the type of love. I, I love my girlfriend. I really do. But that type of love that they have for each other is just phenomenal. The way they support each other is great. So I do highly suggest people to read that preview for England USA, written by Sue Bird. It talks about uh, political issues that um, that Megan Rapinoe has been having with this whole Donald Trump bullshit. And it's just, yeah, I, I definitely highly suggest that people go read that, and it's a great read. And by the way, M- Megan Rapinoe's 34th birthday is also coming up very soon, I believe it's this Friday. So the U.S. have a lot in store for them, high expectations, but don't count England out yet. Just trust me, this is going to be a great game happening in just a couple hours.
0: Wise words from Marco. Marco, thank you so much for joining yeah, me today. Thanks for having me
1: on, bro. Thanks yeah, for having me and on.
0: I'm just going to end it with the outro, and that is here at the Gator Congregation. We like to end the episode by also thanking the listeners. We appreciate every single one of you for spending time uh, listening to us. Go follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter handles will be in the description. Also, make sure to subscribe to the Gator Congregation on SoundCloud and read our web stories found on WRUF.com episode 11 is actually going to come out tomorrow which you're listening today tuesday to this episode and just stay tuned to the gator congregation we're going to do a bunch of uf women's soccer um when the world cup is done so stick with us we're going to have a new little logo so yeah we're going to be pimping right gator congregation